Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Thursday, the 19th of May. And today I am honored to have Rick Bratton on the show with me today. He is currently serving as a state senator in Missouri and is running to represent us in the United States House of Representatives. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so before I jump into it with my guest this morning, I want to remind you uh, that you can find out about my run for Congress. Things are heating up here. The primaries are getting closer, and we're going to talk to Rick about that in just a moment. But you can find out more at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. Also want to let you guys know I will be speaking in the great state of Michigan this weekend at the homeschool conference there. So if you want to come out and hear me and uh, hug my neck, I would sure love to hear what God's doing in your life. You can find out more about that by got, by going to the show notes today, and I will link back to the registration forms for the Michigan Homeschool Convention. Lots of stuff happening in the news. We've been talking a little bit about Roe v. Wade and what's happening to the justices in the light of their the leaked decision that it appears that they are on the cusp of reversing Roe v. Wade. We talked about this last week, that this really is not making abortion illegal. What it's doing is returning it to the rightful place within the Constitution. This never should have gone to the to the federal government in the first place. It's the state's rights issue. That is what is happening at the SCOTUS level right now. And so I want to encourage you guys to continue to pray about that. All right, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to my guest today. I'm really excited to have him on the show. You guys know I love Lee's Summit, and I just recently spoke at uh, Abundant Life, one of my favorite churches in the nation. And I was introduced to Senator Rick Bratton there, and he is currently serving as a state senator for Missouri's 31st district and recently has announced his run to replace my friend Vicki Hartzler in uh, the House of Representatives there from Missouri. And so I'm excited to have him here. We're going to be talking about why it's so important that Christians engage in the political realm. Rick, my friend, I'm glad to have you on the show. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate uh, the the support and, and you being willing to have me on. Well, let's jump right into this because you and I have a really similar passion to see God's people engaging in the political sphere. And a lot of people, you know, the first thing they'll say to me is, why would you get involved in politics? It's such a dirty business. Uh, What was your motivation for getting into politics and how long have you been doing this? So I was elected uh, originally back in 2010. I came in kind of with the, the Tea Party wave. And to be honest, I felt the call of God to to get involved and and to stop complaining and to start doing something about it. Um, and I had no clue what it meant to to run a campaign, even what politics looked like. Uh, my family was not political and and had no idea whatsoever. But uh, I, I was faithful in that and, and stepped into being a step re- state representative. I served eight years as a state representative. And now I'm in the midterm of my uh, first term as a state senator. Um, but nothing could be further from the truth that we always hear that, that, you know, we need to, you know, stay out of politics. And, and it's very frustrating, I think, amongst believers yeah. of buying into that lie. Uh, government is a, a, a God ordained institution and we are to engage in that. And he's, he's allowed us and blessed us with the capability to be involved in our government. We are the government. Uh, we, the people are that. Uh, and and the more I'm involved, the more I see the the need for us to to engage in this uh, because we we can lose what we do have uh, the the freedoms and liberties that we've you know millions of people have fought and died for we can lose that 
uh, and and it's incumbent upon us to to actually be involved in this whole process uh, because whenever uh, the light mm-hmm. uh, you know evacuates, darkness uh, overwhelms and takes over, it, it, and that's exactly I think what we're seeing today is the th- that culmination and and that is coming to fruition in our government throughout you know the nation and now is more incumbent uh, than ever for us to get involved and, and to, you know, in my opinion, take back America uh, and, and do what we can to do that. Mm-hmm. It's true. I've been saying uh, for a long time here at the show and just out on the road as I've been speaking, that we often think that this, that the political realm really is just a human realm, right? It's just uh, ideas and and conflicting ideas, and uh, we're battling for due to you know different ideologies for what should how America should be governed. But the reality is that most of the issues we're facing in our nation right now are are moral at their root. And if Christians cannot address these moral issues, uh, we're going to have a huge problem. What's your take on the spiritual battle that we're currently in? Oh, it's it's full court press uh, to snuff out, uh, in my opinion, Christians and and. Uh, we see this uh, with abortion. We see with marriage. Uh, we see this with the, our, our youth. I mean, it, Satan is the ultimate counterfeit in, in all things God has ordained. And that's that's what he does. This is his world, his realm. And, and he tries to create a counterfeit of, of what God has called good. And, and we see that throughout government, how it's uh, uplifting you know the the sexualization of our kids and and the the sexual and and gender identity aspect. God created man and woman uh, in His image, and and what bigger affront to go full court press to assault that? And, and we see this, and this is all done through the realm of government. Um, and that's why we have got to put on our spiritual armor and engage. We can't retreat. Um, and uh, that's that's mm-hmm. why I'm trying to answer this call. I've been involved at the state level, and I see all the the educational aspect and 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 all these things happening at the state. But we see this huge juggernaut, the kind of elephant in the room, that's controlling and manipulating the states as a whole. And that's why you know I've I've wanted to or am, am trying to be obedient in my call to to run for the federal government uh, because I see the control that they do have over the states, to where we're not capable to be sovereign and and to. Uh, really do what states were intended to do by our founders and have that sovereignty aspect and make those shots, kind of like abortion. Uh, in Missouri, we have these laws that uh, that if Roe v. Wade is, is overturned, we have a trigger that immediately outlaws it here in the state of Missouri. Uh, you know, just for that very fact that, that we are ready for you know, that, that potential ruling to come down. So we're at least making those steps and, and those headways and uh, hopefully... Uh, they follow through on that. Yeah, yeah, it's right. And a lot of people are talking about the fact that the church for a long, long time has bought into this lie of separation of church and state. And so rather than move forward out onto the political realm, we've really retreated from it. And uh, it seems to me that unless Christians begin to engage again, I mean, we basically removed ourselves, I think. Yes. Uh, and unless we begin to engage again, we lose that powerful, powerful voice. What do you say to pastors who have really retreated from the uncomfortable topic of uh, politics? You're called to, to speak truth in, in all things, and government is one of those uh, things in which, and it is an ordained realm uh, and sphere of, of authority 
just like the family and just like the church. And if you're if you're advocating your responsibility to speak truth into that realm, I mean, you're doing a huge disservice uh, to the the pews. Uh, and I think Alexis de Tocqueville, who came and was an objective observer of America and the, the early on stages of America, saw the greatness of America. And it was pouring out of the, the pulpit. That, that's where he saw the greatness of America. And when the, the pulpit you know, goes silent, so do the pews. And, and we see that, that throughout society to where we have retreated from uh, governance and, and being outspoken about things that, that are God-honoring throughout society. Uh, government is the sword, uh, and that's how God intended it is to punish evil, but but make no mistake that, and you can look through recorded human history, that that government in the hands of evil uh, becomes uh, a horrible, a horrible thing to to righteous people and and to its its citizens. Uh, I don't want that for my kids. I don't want that for my grandkids. And, and we have the capability. God has given us that capability mm. to do that. And it all starts at the church. Stop worrying about the 501c3 tax exempt status. Uh, I I know that's really unpopular, but you're not called to be tax exempt. You're called to speak truth in all things and and be that that salt and light. You know, if if I'm to to, uh, speak truth regardless Mm -hmm. of the cost, hey, I may have to pay taxes, but I'm going to at least uh, speak truth in that that realm. Uh, And and we've bought into that, uh, you know, fear of, of that loss. I know that's really uncomfortable when we're talking to pastors and losing that capability, but it's become a noose, unfortunately, by with with many uh, instead of a blessing. Yep. You know, oh, 100%. oh, oh uh, no man, yeah. nothing but love. Uh, you know, and and if we're we're worried about losing yeah. that aspect of it, then then we're we're censoring ourselves. Mm, it's so true. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to Rick a little bit about his family and how we can uh, really cast a vision for service to the next generation. We'll be right back. All right, ladies, I know what kind of a beating good towels can take. Believe me, with seven kids, towels are used for everything from cleaning up an accidental spill on the kitchen floor to drying off your four-legged buddy. You want your towels to stay soft and absorbent when you need it most for bath time, right? Well, my towels from my pillow are the best towels ever. They come in seven colors, have a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Seriously, it's a game changer. Listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast can get up to 66% off by going to MyPillow.com and using the promo code Heidi or by calling 1-800-447-0541. So, Rick, before the break, you and I were talking about this noose that really is the 501c3 that we've been uh, struggling now in this in this country for a very long time. And I said this uh, from from, you know, the platform. I probably have said it even at Abundant Life, uh, but I've said this for sure all over the country. If pastors will not engage, if churches will not engage and they use the 501c3 as their excuse, well, we can't do that because we're a nonprofit organization, then if we boil it down to the to the to the root of it, what we're saying is we won't engage in these conversations because of money. Isn't that what we're, isn't that what we're actually saying? Absolutely. And, and I think that's a, a terrible disservice to the people who go to these churches and they want to be filled uh, and, and want to hear truth and they want to know how to engage these sort of things. And if we remain silent, like I stated earlier, I mean, then, then the, you know, everybody remains silent. 
and and we all fall victim to mm-hmm. uh, you know the culmination of what that that you know what that brings. So uh, it's it's something that I think we really have to to look yeah. inwardly and and have these difficult discussions. If if uh, are we going to render to Caesar that which is Caesar's? Or are we going to you know render to God that which is God's? And and God it, it expects us to uh, you know be a part of the process and and to uh, engage the culture. Uh, and when babies are being literally slaughtered in the womb, uh, yet mm. where we remain silent, uh, you know, Proverbs uh, 24, yeah. you know, speaks really clear of what happens when you remain silent, uh, when you do know uh, that that people are being led to the slaughter. Uh, and I highly advise people to go, you know, read uh, Proverbs 24, 11 and 12. Uh, that was one of the things that really spoke to me and being so outspoken for, you know, speaking up for the unborn. Uh, because it is within our purview and our power to be able to protect uh, the most innocent of life. Mm. Well, and that really is one of the primary functions of government and Christians should be in that conversation. We need to be in that sphere of influence for sure. You're a business owner. Uh, you're a father of five. I can imagine that you like me, you know, I'm a mother uh, to seven children and three grandchildren so far. And as I'm watching what's happening to the country, it's breaking my heart that uh, we've allowed it to get this far. The founding fathers really had the idea of a citizen statesman. In other words, people that were from their communities, people that had owned businesses there or worked in those communities or their children attended school in those communities to leave their family farms and to leave their businesses for a time and go and serve the country. And a large part of the reason why we do that is so that we can represent the people in the communities that we are from. How do you think that this fits into to where we are seeing people running or the lack of Christians, especially running for office right now. And how can we begin to move this conversation forward to the place where it's not abnormal for Christians to get engaged in politics. It would be abnormal for us not to. Yeah. So it's, it's a difficult arena and it's one that we see Twitter, we see Facebook and we see all these people when they do kind of step out the, the, the hate vitriol and just the bombardment you under undergo, but that that's what we're called to do. And that citizen legislature aspect, I mean, we're, we're called to, to, to go be that voice kind of like we're an ambassador. First and foremost, we're an ambassador of Christ here. And, and, Regardless of what that entails, I mean, we've got to you know speak truth, and we've got to uh, you know be that representation, and and that's why I've, I've always felt called in, into being that statesman. Uh, there's politicians, and then there's people who are the the patriots actually standing up for what I feel the founders wanted to protect the people's rights and, and liberties, freedoms in our ways of life. And there are those that that they love the the position, they love the power. And they're willing to squander that all, and that's why it's so incumbent about uh, incumbent upon us as as believers to get engaged and and you know unseat these people and 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 take on that that whole system that that's become so entrenched in our form of government today, because we have we've we've went to our kids' ball games, we've been involved in in just the normal everyday life, and we've allowed this this to to take over our government. So. It didn't happen overnight that we're we're at the stage we're at. So it's going to take a while for us to engage and, and mm. to uh, push back against what what our system of government has become. Uh, but we can't grow weary. We can't grow tired in, in doing that. 
because it, it is a daunting mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I, like I said, I've been in, in politics since 2010 and it's very, it wears on you uh, having been involved in it, especially if you're somebody who, uh, you know, I don't care about the position. I don't care about the, the, you know, the title. I, I care about doing what's right. I want to stand before God almighty mm-hmm. and, and know that I'm going to hear well done, good and faithful servant. That, that is what I aspire to hear. Uh, uh, above all else. Uh, and we've got to get people who who have that mm. vision in mind in all from dog catcher all the way to president of the United States. If we're going to take this country back. Yeah, that's right. And we've got a We've got a leadership crisis in our nation from stem to stern, from our school boards to the White House. Uh, God's people need to engage. They need to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. And one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on the show today is that you're running for a federal seat like I am. So you're running to represent Congress. Which which district are you running for? The 4th Congressional District in Missouri. So 4th Congressional. And I want uh, listeners, in just a moment, I'm going to ask you for your website, and I'll link back to it in the show notes today. But what I want people to understand is these federal seats are vitally important to in the nation. So they could look at you and say, well, that's Rick. You know, I live in Texas and he's running for a, a seat in Missouri. But the fact is your voice on the floor of the House of Representatives in the United States, though you are from Missouri, your voice will be a voice for the nation, correct? Absolutely. Well, just like a, being a state senator in Missouri, every time I cast a vote, it, it impacts the entire state, six million people. So when you move to the federal realm, I know people want to say, oh, I don't want to help out somebody. You're from a different state. Well, every decision that's made at the federal level impacts every single uh, person in the United States. So it's incumbent to, about uh, for us to get behind mm-hmm. everyone that we know is going to be f- true fighters uh, to take this this country back. Because it is a fight, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to the death uh, of wh- who we are. Uh, we're at the Alamo stage, in my opinion. Uh, we're either going to be a, a country that's that's Absolutely. seeking after God, or, or we're going to go down... Uh, uh, as as other nations in, in the history of the world that that tumbled and and in ruin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then we watch what happens to uh, empires when they allow themselves to be taken over by corrupt leaders, and that's what we have in the United States right now. Uh, from the smallest positions of authority in our country to the largest, we've got corruption from stem to stern, and uh, we've got an opportunity right now to change it. And I really hope that people will support your run. When is your primary there? August second is the primary. So, uh, and and with my district, it's oh, ex- so you and I have the same primary date. Yes, yes. So, and and with where Missouri is extremely uh, red state, so the primary basically is the election. So, uh, it's a full court press uh, to election day. Honestly, so uh, yeah, any any support mm-hmm. we can potentially get uh, to get us across the finish line. I know. You realize the battle that it is and, and all the uh, calls you have to make and all the things you have to do for these campaigns. Uh, they're daunting. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> they're uh, limitless in, in the, what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you online? Uh, Rick Bratton for Congress dot com. Uh, that's my website. You can go on uh, Facebook. I'm on Twitter as well. Um, but, yeah, reach out and, and would love to. Uh, have any sort of help we can potentially get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important. I'm I'm very thankful. I know that uh, Pastor Phil, who's going to be on the show tomorrow, is a huge fan and supporter of yours. And I'm hoping that more and more Christians will engage 
in this fight. You're right. I mean, we are at the Alamo stage right now in the fight for the soul of our nation, and we need more men and women to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Rick, I'll be praying for you. Please keep us posted on how your race goes. You and I are engaged in a very similar battle right now with August 2nd primaries coming up. That financial support is so, so, so important. And so I hope people will pay attention to what you're doing and get on board to help you. Rick Bratton, thank you so much for coming on the show. Let's do it again soon. Yes, thank you. And good luck to you. And I'll be praying for you. And uh, you know, know you're, you're doing great things no matter what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. For more information on Rick Bratton and his run for the United States House of Representatives, please go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll down to the show notes and I will link back to his website in the show notes today. Listen, you guys, I can't say it enough. These races require a lot of money in order to get a message out there. It takes a lot of money to put ads out on the radio. A lot of these guys are spending $20,000, $25,000 a week just trying to get their messages out on television and radio and in print to the people that live in their districts. And we need all the help we can right now. It's all hands on deck to save the soul of the United States of America. You guys get engaged. The time is now. Thank you for listening, you guys. And I will see you back here tomorrow with my friend, Pastor Phil Hopper, right here at the intersection of faith and culture.